What is going on, best friends, and welcome to another episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, the only kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up said community. I am your host, Kyle Stevenson, aka Hootat Ninja73, and before we get into today's episode with the wonderful guest, uh, Mr. Caesar Cespedes, aka Caesar04 on Twitter. A um, couple of little housekeeping things. Um, my dad just had knee surgery uh, this morning um, to repair some uh, torn cartilage and meniscus and all that fun stuff. Um, so depending on how much he needs me to help him out this week, um, he's already on his way home, which is fantastic. Um but depending on how much uh, he needs me this week while I'm off taking care of him, uh, might delay the episode. So you might get one from me next week. You might get two from me next week because I'm recording with two wonderful kind of funny best friends in the next couple of days. Or you might get zero um, just because, uh, you know, family comes first in my mind. Um, and I know for a fact that you all understand that. And if you don't, Sorry. But I'm pretty sure you all do. Also, if you want to grab some merch, I have some merch to buy with my beautiful, colorful beard by the lovely and talented Fiona McKinnon, a.k.a. Zoranix, on Twitter and on Twitch. Um, she was a guest on the show before, so go check out that episode. Um, I misspoke in the last episode with Mick, um, the, the, duh, nanobiologist, um, and I think I said the URL wrong, so just so you are aware, if you want to buy some stickers, you want to buy some shirts, um, I have a mug on there with, with the wonderful catchphrase, be kinda to one another. Um, if you want to buy any of that stuff, uh, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash best dash friends dash talk dash funny. That is what it's up over on the teespring.com website thingamajig. Um, so if you want to support the show and wear some cool stuff or put some stickers of my beautiful beard somewhere, um, be my guest. If not, totally fine. Just your listening of this show and help spreading the word and leaving reviews is enough for me. So enough of the housekeeping. Let's get to the nerdy stuff. And let's get to know a best friend a bit better. Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this. It's so nice for you to be on this show. How are you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great. This is my first podcast ever, so oh, I'm I'm happy to uh, break your podcast cherry, if one would say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Caesar, I've known you for a couple years now. Mm -hmm. uh, you came out to Long Island for like one of the first meetups I ever planned. Was it I Ninja think... Turtles? Yes. In fact, I was talking with a friend. Uh, that came for that meetup with me, mm -hmm. 
he's he's in the in the kind of funny group, but he doesn't interact that much. He just sure. sometimes, but um, he lives on Long Island, so I was like, huh. I'm gonna be there for the weekend. You wanna come and meet up all these weird people from the yeah. internet? It's like, yeah. sure. And that was the first time. Yeah, we we got to see the incredible turtles too. What was it? Oh, Book yeah. of Shadows? Was it called? Uh, into the sh- into, into the, the sh- shadow. I think yeah. it is. Yeah. Michael Bay would not promote reading in any of his movies. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that one was better than the first one. Oh, one hundred percent. I only remember. I think two scenes, like the tank in the in the water with Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. And I remember them eating pizza above Madison Square Garden in the scoreboard <laughs> for some weird reason. Um, also, I know you because you uh, designed the cover art to the show. Yep. That's all you. Um, That's me. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to start with, um, how did you get into like drawing and artwork? Uh, well... To be honest, I always been drawing since I can remember. Uh, when I, when I was younger, like maybe five or six or six years old, I was drawing uh, Hanna Barbera cartoons, like oh nice, the Flintstones and the Jetsons and that uh-huh. kind of stuff. Then, which eventually... one is your favorite out of the Hanna Barbera? I think uh, the Flintstones. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. eventually, I started drawing more uh, for a. For a while, I was doing, doing Garfield for some reason. I think because of the show, the animated show was happening. Mm-hmm. And then uh, anime became huge in Peru uh, around when I was uh, six, between six and ten. Well, it's mm-hmm. so big over there. But anyways, uh, I started doing Dragon Ball and all this anime stuff. So to be honest, I cannot remember a time that I haven't been drawing. That's awesome. Do you remember what started, like, when you were watching the Flintstones? What Do you remember the, the thought in your head, like, oh, I want to draw these characters? No, I was like, I think I just saw it. And I was like, oh, that looks interesting. Let me try to do it and uh, replicate it. So yeah. I just started to doubling in my okay. in a notebook or a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, for on, on the topic, I'm going to bring up one of Catherine's questions for you. Oh, yeah. Um, did you ever think about making a career out of drawing in your artwork? Uh, it is a kind of difficult question to answer because it has evolved over the years. Mm-hmm. Obviously, being a little boy all the way down there in Peru, it wasn't it didn't even cross my mind that I even had the chance or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't over there. There's, I never imagined to begin with that I would travel outside my country. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the as time went on, uh, I noticed people. Uh, there were like a underground manga movement in Peru. To, uh, again, during my twin years, mm-hmm. so I was kind of interested into doing that. Uh, even uh, at school, I even tried to do a small three-page manga kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, well, I ended up moving here, so my my interest is starting to shift and everything that I was like interested kind of shift, mm-hmm. you know, I had to start from zero when I came here. So that wasn't my priority and sure. just trying to accommodate to a new country and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Uh, eventually I 
try to go to school for illustration and graphic design, but life got in the way, so... I, I know that. Yeah. yeah, so I never finished. I think I did only uh, three semesters. Okay. Yeah, around three semesters. Uh, and from there, um, in the last three or four years, around three years, I started picking up again drawing. Nice. And doing more digital stuff. And I see many people uh, doing uh, patrons and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Like Chelsea doing yep. her own uh, pins and Absolutely, so on. Yeah. So, so nowadays, is I think it will be maybe easier. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's easy, but, you know. Yeah, there's a lot uh, more avenues than just, There's you know, more, yeah, yeah, more chances to do, like, online. Yeah. Uh, even even I've started to design stuff, like, eventually maybe could become pins or stuff like that. Nice. So there's a chance that I might do it well while uh, getting something in, like, animation or something like that. I don't know. It's, it is something that I maybe I can do. I it's, it's, it hasn't passed through my mind. Gotcha. Uh, do, do you still have that little um, feeling in the back of your head, like, oh, I should go back and finish school for for graphic design? It's a little, there is some uh, yes and no. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is the whole maybe I should go back and finish school and have something, you know, something just to prove that I finished. But yeah. then, at least with illustration and graphic design, there's a lot of people that, to be honest, it's just experience. Especially when, when, it, com- especially when it comes to art. I, I think it was uh, in the latest uh, Game Over Craggy show, or... Kind of Funny Podcast. Now. Kind of Funny Podcast, yeah. sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, they were talking about it, and even uh, they, they brought up the fact that uh, for art, illustration, that kind of stuff is better to have a strong portfolio. Sure. So having a schooling behind that is not actually always the same thing. Yeah. Uh, always the best. Uh, also, many comic books artists that I follow on Instagram or mm-hmm. Twitter or just for the mere fact that they do comics, like gotcha. Marvel, big mm-hmm. Marvel and DC Comics, they're like, Oh no! I went to school for a whole different thing. I just like it to draw. I uh, like to draw, and eventually, somebody saw me online and yeah. they hired me. Or yeah, some people they do they do have this color this color behind them. Uh, mm-hmm. They went to school, graphic design, whatever it is. Other people don't. So, in that regards, it's kind of uh, I could do it, or I could couldn't. I yeah. mean, it's, it's yeah, but like yeah, like you said, portfolio is probably. Yeah, the way to go for for in these times. Um, yeah. uh, you before we get into like uh, what you're doing instead of drawing and all that, you mentioned you were you grew up in Peru. Um, what's that like living or or having lived in Peru? Do you still have like fond memories of that country? It uh, yes, I mean, yeah. uh, right now I'm 32. Yeah, 32. Yeah. I keep. Once you reach 30, you keep forgetting how old you are. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm 32. I came here when I was 15. So half of my life has been over there and, the, and my adult life has been here. So it, it has been a different life experience, I will say. What was the biggest culture shock coming to America at, at the age of 15? Whew. What could be... Um, 
Well, one of the things that I that shocked me really was uh, the school system. Oh yeah, how in what way? Well, uh, over there, even though we still have public schools and uh, you know just private schools and other stuff, <laughs> uh, the balance between private and uh, public schools are kind of the same mm-hmm. okay. because. Unlike here, or at least from what I noticed, uh, public schools tends to be more f- towards uh, people with money, or at least high middle class to, you know. Uh, you mean people. here? Here. Yeah, from the, what I see, more or less. Uh, the private schools you're talking about, Yeah, right? private schools yeah, and other stuff. Sure. So it tends to be more for, you know, people with money. Mm-hmm. Over there is more affordable. Uh, I could say lower middle class income schools all the way to, obviously, the rich people, that maybe yeah. five people are going over there. But um, and you you can see more people going to public schools than, than um, I mean, private schools than going to public schools. Yeah. Rather, over here, is the, the total opposite. Most of the majority of people are going to public schools. So I actually yeah. went to a private school when I, over there my whole life. So coming here and experiencing uh, public schools is is it was kind of different. Okay. Over the uh, in a private school, you only have a classroom with maybe 30, 20, uh, 20 other kids. Yeah, and you stay with the same people for like maybe four two years. Maybe mm. maybe you have one or two moving in or moving sure. out as the year goes. But over here, the whole going from room to room to room and maybe having a cast with one person once a week it was kind of shocking yeah i can imagine um yeah. have you uh gone back to visit peru uh sadly i can due to the laws and all the stuff oh yeah 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 gotcha um hopefully one day you you obviously do want to go back right and visit oh yeah yeah i want to yeah, yeah, sure. i want to i mean i i have nieces and nephews that have been born over there that I don't know at least in person, mm-hmm. and obviously yeah. I'm gonna go and meet him. Yeah, uh, when you I, I totally skipped the question in my brain. Uh, <laughs> when you moved from Peru to uh, the United States, did you move straight to New York? Uh, yes, I've been here. Oh. I've been here the whole time. Oh, so you went to public school like in the city or like in the in the boroughs? Um, well, Union City will be. Kinda suburban. Okay. Not really suburban. It's more, more city, city like. Okay. Uh, how was it jumping into like? Because I know I've seen like kids in, in New York City going to school. Like when I'm walking the streets of Comic Con and stuff, and like, I know as a kid that would freak me out having to do like worry about bus routes and like hopping on subway trains, or whatever. Um, just the the sheer mass amount of kids. And there's, there's, it seems like there's schools all over the place in the city. So what was that like, seeing all these kids going to different schools and taking crazy amounts of public transportation just to get there? Well, the public transportation part wasn't that much different because uh, my school used to be like maybe 20 blocks from my house. So mm, I would, okay. so either I would walk sometimes or mm-hmm. just take the bus. So in that regards, it wasn't that different from what I used to. It's just uh, the sheer amount of people going into one building. Yeah, like at seven a.m. you see like twenty thousand kids going into one one building. I'm like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. And again, and the buildings are huge. I mean, again, I was going to a public school that it was maybe 
I don't know, three floors high and really small in comparison yeah. to uh, to sure. high school or school over here. So, mm-hmm. ah, nice. Um, and you 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 still live in the area, right? You yep. live in Jersey now. Jersey, Jersey. Uh, what make what made you go to Jersey? That awful state. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any any loyalties to Jersey, so. Okay. I know, I uh, just happened to be like, uh, again, I, I was just in New York for a couple, maybe a year and a half when mm-hmm. I came here, and eventually my dad found a job in, in this area, so we decided to move here and nice. stay here. Okay, uh, and so instead of, now I'm getting back to where I was before, mm-hmm. uh, instead of drawing, uh, what do you do now? Uh, right now, um, senior analyst uh from a company that sells uh, products for kids. Oh, sweet. Okay. So pretty much what I do is a fancy title for the supervisor in my department. Uh, I'm in the logistics department. Okay. So pretty much it's all shipping, uh, making sure the orders go, go, um, are processed well into the warehouse. But in my, at least in my job, I do even more than that. I do reports the whole day. Sure. Uh, it's a lot of stuff, but pretty much it's a fancy supervisor title for. And, and I do know that uh, just very quickly they'll send you off across the country for weeks oh, yeah. on end. <laughs> yep, our warehouse is in California, so uh, we'll uh, this year we uh, two years ago we were our own company. Uh, a private company or whatever and then uh we joined forces with carters Oshkosh. Okay. apparently mm-hmm. it's a, apparently it's a big thing uh amongst uh uh, uh children's clothing and all the stuff oh yeah so they're so, like the major stores yeah. yeah they're like big number one and number two mm-hmm. or whatever so they 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 like the stuff that we were doing because we do we actually do a variety of stuff uh backpacks uh bath stuff uh feeding stuff like it's, it's a lot of stuff. So they like uh, they like what we do. So we became partners, mm-hmm. and this year we move into a warehouse that is. I wouldn't say it's their own warehouse, but it's a, a company that does a lot of work with them. Mm-hmm. So they have another five warehouses across the country, and this one is assigned to us. So this whole year has been traveling over there to. Yeah. Make sure the, the transition is going well, and taking care that the, our first year, our first quarter is going good, and then the mm-hmm. second quarter. And we want how to long make... were you over there earlier this year? Because I know you were there for a while. Uh, uh, let's see. The last time I was there was about two weeks. Yeah. Before that was another one week. Then mm-hmm. I came back for three days. One of those was. Uh, and and I wasn't supposed to come back. I just came back because uh, my supervisor had to go away for a family emergency, so they needed someone in the office. Uh-huh. Uh, so I came back for four days, and thankfully, in between those four days was uh, when kind of funny came yeah. for that's crazy for the for the war tour. Mm-hmm. And before that, I was there another week and a half. Wow, that's so, a lot. I mean, yeah. Do you like the traveling for and, and staying there for a long period of time like that? I mean, it's nice. I like California weather, especially. I keep going on during the nice weather time. Yeah. And also, because I'm over there over the weekends and everything, I can go to Disney. It's like thirty yeah. minutes away, so. 
That's nice. Um, how did you uh, get this uh, position at the, in this uh, company? Uh, I got it through a friend. Uh, he used to work at the IT department on the company that uh, worked for. Sure. Uh, they needed some someone for um, the mailing room, pretty much, just to be uh, make some help, uh, give some help, moving stuff, uh, sure. getting inventory out, that kind of stuff. So they hired me. Uh, apparently, they saw that I was learning fast to do other stuff and. Mm-hmm. Slowly, I, uh, they gave me an account, and then they started to give me more accounts. Eventually, I I got out, out of the mailing room, and I was just doing accounts for them. That's awesome. And then the prior supervisor uh, stepped out, so they, they're like, okay, uh, you're the the person that knows the most now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a scary thought? Like, did you think you were going to be supervisor of all these other people? No. Yeah. Again, I was just hired to uh, be the the mailing room guy. So mm-hmm. the fact that I'm a supervisor now is like bonkers. Yeah, I can imagine. How long have you been there? Uh, six years. Wow. Okay. Yep. Nice. And do you enjoy it? I actually like it. I mean, some days are crazy. I mean, this whole year has been insane. Uh, you guys are, have seen my crazy uh, traveling. And oh, yeah. Right, uh, working until 8, 8 p.m. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, that stopped already the last two, three months. That's I'm good. Finally, getting out at five, no more than 5 30. But uh, between March and May, June, I was leaving the office at eight. Sometimes, once I think I left at around nine. Yeah, and I'm usually and I'm usually there at eight in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah, I know those long days too well. They They drain you very quickly. Yeah, like you get home, you you fall asleep like almost instantly, and then you wait, you like wake up, yeah, like in no time, and you have to do it all over again. It sucks. Yeah, no, and and the fact that we lost two people in in those months, and we're like, oh, you need to travel here now. Oh, yeah, okay, now I need to do work. I need to wake up at five in the morning because it's a it's a.m. over here, and mm-hmm. I need to uh, send reports really early. Okay. Yeah. No. The, that's not that's not I fun mean, at all. Yeah, it's not fun, but it's a good job. Uh, sure. Like I said, my I right now my hours are great. Uh, I get holidays. I used to work at Wendy's. I've been before this job. I used to work at Wendy's for about seven years, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't have holidays. I will be put to uh, give me Labor Day, for example. I have the full all four days. And, yeah. Over there, I had to work, and since I was the youngest of the managers, they would put me the the night shifts. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's getting, so fun. yeah, getting home at two in the morning was crazy. So, so this one, to be honest, is is great. I'm um, my boss, my manager, thinks great greatly on me. I mean, there's a reason that she put me on this yeah. position. So that's awesome. Yep. Um, I, I wish one day I have a job just like that, where people <laughs> appreciate what I do. Um, in those downtime, when you do find yourself that you have some free time, what do you enjoy doing, Caesar? I know that we share a love of the movie trivia showdown. Oh yeah, that's fantastic. Um, let's start there. Like, what what got you into that? Well, uh, movies, pretty much. Yeah. I was just uh, watching. I think. Sometimes I get this random uh, YouTube, just go into YouTube and find whatever I can. 
Like in the recommended section? Yeah, the recommended or I just put any topic uh, for some reason. Or maybe I heard in a podcast or someone is recommending something. I'm like, okay, just let me check. And then I go into a rabbit hole yeah. and I will find uh, channels that I like. So that's how I end up finding the small sh- uh, down. Yeah. And for people who don't know what that is, it's... Uh, I, 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 is, are they still on Collider or are they moving away from Collider? Uh is half and half. Uh, technically, they're under the Collider uh, the banner. The umbrella, right? Yeah. Umbrella, but they want, they're they doing more of their own stuff. Like, yeah. they have a Patreon only for the Schmodown. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's, it's run by uh, the Schmozno guys, uh, Mark Ellis and Christian Harloff. And it's basically like a movie, a trivia show, but it's a mix between, like, uh, a trivia game show... UFC and like wrestling, yeah. and so yep. like they they all have personas, and they're all they all work in the movie industry in some sort or entertainment industry in some way, shape, or form, and they come on. There's a couple rounds. There there's different rounds that are worth different points, um, and then at the end you pick different numbers, and each number is a different question from different categories that are worth different amount of points, and they have championship belts, and they do yes. pay per views, and they've been uh, they very recently, like within the last year, have started traveling and doing yeah. live shows. They were just here in New York, uh, which uh, I'm saying they didn't get to go. Uh, I I think I heard they're coming back in January, which I'm very excited about. So hopefully I'll finally get to catch them live. Um, the show's fantastic. It's easy to get hooked. It's very easy to just binge. Next thing you know, there's like 10 matches gone. Oh, yeah. Your whole day's ruined because you yes. just sat in front of the TV. Sometimes I, on a weekend, I will, I will watch like five different videos from them. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, I saw a show, uh, they came in, it was in April. It was earlier than that. But I was able to catch that show. It was really great. Yeah. I you wasn't to able meet uh, Makuga, right? Yes, I got to meet Makuga. Awesome. I wasn't able to do the latest one that they came for uh, Labor Day. I got a ticket. Mm-hmm. Thank, thankfully, it was the cheapest one. <laughs> but uh, I couldn't because a friend invited me to uh, spend uh, the long weekend. So yeah. I was like, okay, I think I'm going to do that. And anyways, they're saying they're going to come back. I mean, uh, half of the guys are like... Uh, New York-based. Harlow right? is, is a New Yorker, so he, he loves Absolutely. coming here. And, and anyway... And, even then, I will. I think I will be able to see them Star Wars celebration because that's another thing that they like to do. They got. They like to go to Star Wars celebration and do mm-hmm. their own uh, panels. Yeah. I mean, they have their own Star Wars uh, belt yep. championship thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Even uh, oh, man, what is the name of the guy? Uh, Star Killer. Oh! Oh! Oh my uh, God! Oh my God! This is gonna hurt my brain. With, He's with the lead. Day's gone. Yeah. Uh, oh, I see his face. I'm gonna look it up while you keep thinking. Okay. Um, Anyways, uh, he he participated in that. I think he was champion for a while as well. So it's a crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I oh, I we can't recommend the Shmodown enough. If you are a movie fan in any shape or form, check them out. Just search Shmodown S C H M O E down on YouTube, and mm-hmm. just watch any match. Um. Since you're if you're listening to this, you're obviously a kind of funny fan. There's uh, Miss Movies. Brianne Chandler was a competitor, one of my favorite competitors. Um, you got Josh Bakuga, of course, and then Mark Ellis and Ken Knapsack were on. We have cool friends. They're like, 
they're like so behind the scenes and like in charge of of running the whole league. Um, and even fantastic. Nick and Greg yeah. participated a couple times. Nick did it twice, I believe, or two yep. times. Mm-hmm. And Greg was once. And also for those that like uh, Funhouse, uh, Elise and yep. Lawrence, I think it was. I believe so. Yeah, they they did it as well. So. And, uh, obviously, the actor, and obviously she got the Muppet questions. So yes. That was good. <laughs> um, the actor we could not think of was Sam Witwer. Sam Witwer. There you yeah. go. He competed. He was the Star Wars champ for yeah. a very long time. Um, so, yeah, Schmodown's awesome. Uh, you mentioned Star Wars Celebration. So you got to love Star Wars if you're going to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, funny fact. Uh, even, I mean, I was still learning English in, in school. Uh, over there is like a second language. So mm-hmm. English. Uh, but uh, another way that I learn English is uh, watching Star Wars with subtitles. That's awesome. That's that's pretty incredible. So they obviously hold a very special place in your heart. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, remember your... having, I remember having the VHSs and uh, always putting the subtitles so I can like, learn mm-hmm. while watching uh, Luke Skywalker yeah. fighting. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite one? Empire. Empire? That's Empire cool. is my number one. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a huge Star Wars uh, fan. I think I said this on the last episode with Nick. Um, but I love the movies. I just don't know the trivia as well as I think you do and, and many other Star Wars fans. Um, yeah, Star Wars is great. What, how cool is uh, Star Wars Celebration? It is really cool. I only did it once so far. Uh, mm-hmm. Two years ago, I believe, in Orlando. Mm-hmm. It was in Orlando, right? Yeah, it was in Orlando. Uh, in fact, I met uh, Willie over there. Hey, Will Beeman. Yep, my boy Will. Yeah, uh, who has their, he has his own Star Wars Star show Wars and his podcast yeah. network, Cantina yep. Conversations. Go check it out. And in fact, we're going to go for next year's uh, Anaheim. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm assuming probably the same place PSX is in Anaheim. I'm gonna, I've am never been to PSX. Oh, so. okay. I, I, would, I would assume it's in the same... Building. I mean, it's an. Nice I mean, building, I so. think they only have one convention center. In yeah. Hamilton, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and so, maybe I'm gonna try to drag him into Galaxy Search. Oh. Yeah. He was, looks... men- he was mentioning the other day that that he he wants to go over there. So I was like, oh, we're gonna be in Anaheim, California. Maybe. You gotta go. Have I'm willing. Been... I'm willing to pay for him. Have you been to Galaxy Search yet? No, I'm going next week. Oh man, how hyped are you? Oh, I'm super hyped. I I was I was very hyped myself, and then I saw, I think on opening day that TSA was banning the Coke bottles because that's really what I want to bring and, back. Uh, no, they removed the ban. So I, oh, they did. Okay, they did. Right. Yeah, so I I will be able to bring my Coke detonator. Yeah, uh, as long as you don't bring any of that Dasani bullcrap uh, back, that's fine. That's good quality water. Oh, Caesar, I'm ending this interview <laughs> right now. Um, but besides Star Wars and all that, uh, what other kind of stuff are you, are you into, like gaming wise? And so, pretty much, I got a tire, uh, tire when it comes to my my stuff that I like. So, number one will be uh, comic books. Sure. Yeah. I uh, comic books slash manga, since mm-hmm. technically manga is Japanese comic books. Sure. Uh, uh, what's your favorite type of, uh, of stuff to read? Uh, right now, I'm loving the current uh, Amazing Spider-Man run. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, uh, 
Curse of the White Knight from uh, DC Comics. Okay. Uh, there's uh, the Power Ranger stuff from uh, Boom. It's really great. I've uh, heard those are pretty good. Yeah, the the last uh, event that they did uh, was uh, Shattered Grid. It was called that. Uh, pretty much a evil Tommy from uh, another universe in which he never he never turned good. Mm-hmm. Pretty much started collecting the powers from another realities. Oh, wow. And then you have all the power rangers from every single series joining up forces to fight him. That sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, uh, manga and comic books. Uh, what comes after that tier? Then after that, it will come uh, movies slash TV. Although sure. I'm doing movie, I'm doing movies more now. Okay. Especially since I have a list, so yeah. I can. And actually... it, it, you go to watch whatever. Like you don't have a certain genre that you'll just say no to. A horror. Okay. Oh, horror. I, I'm a chicken. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Every single time that I saw a trailer from it coming mm-hmm. out, uh, every single time I will put my eyes to the floor because I can't. <laughs> I can't. I, that's fair. I, I will not. I won't knock anybody for that. I used to be like that, and then. I mean, I can watch horror movies from my home with all sure. the lights up at at noon or yeah. one p.m. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, hiding behind the couch. Like I can that I can do. Yeah. Sitting in a theater when it's dark and the screen is huge. Yeah. No, I can't. I went when I saw it in theaters a couple years ago. I came. It was at nighttime. And I left the theater. It's a 45-minute drive home for me. I got home. Everyone was home asleep. Lights were out. And I just felt the feeling like somebody was watching me and following me the whole rest of the time. And I went straight to bed. Like, I wasn't tired. I wanted to go downstairs, play a game, whatever. I ran upstairs like a little baby because that's how (laughs) scared I was. Um, But I I love that feeling. Like, I can't wait to go see it, too, even though it's, I guess, kind of iffy. Yeah, I know. I've seen mixed reviews. I'm excited for it. I mean, otherwise, other than horror, I can watch any other type of uh, genre, uh, type of movies. Nice. Obviously, comic books, uh, yep. superheroes, and sci-fi are my mm-hmm. my highest. But I mean, I mean, uh, indies, for example, uh, the far the farewell is my number one movie this year. Yeah, this... that's that's one I I don't think is in any theaters near me. Yeah, not anymore. Uh, I think. Yeah. Um, so, but other than movies and TV, what's the next one down on the on the tiered list of seasons? Then it will come art, I mean, art drawing yep. and doing. And sure. I don't do it every day. I, I try to do it every day, but sometimes I just come tired from work. So I'm like, yeah. I'm just gonna watch TV and or G, or YouTube videos and stay the next five hours. Then I'm up just watching stuff. Yeah, so, I guess that. So, also, I need uh, sometimes you need just need. Um, uh, the inspiration to do it. Yeah, like, for sure. Uh, and then it will come video games. Because okay. I'm bad I'm I'm bad with video games. Like I will get a game, I will play straight for a week and then I will forget about it for three <laughs> months. Yeah. And then I will get another game, the same thing. Uh-huh. Like I ha- I haven't finished Persona. I oh yeah, same. I haven't finished many of my games and like they're just sitting over there collecting collecting dust. The games I, that I actually uh-huh. finish are even, I'm sure, are smaller than the games that I actually don't finish. Uh-huh. So what is, uh, what's the last game you completed from start uh, to finish? Devil May Cry 5. Oh, the new one? The new one. Uh, how was, was it? Best. It was really good. Nice. You brought me back to the to the prior ones. Oh, okay. I, because... I haven't touched the Devil May Cry, oh man, probably since... 
four I played a little bit of when it first came out, but I never finished it. I did three, four, and then I remember trying the the reboot game one. Oh, DMC, yeah. DMC, yeah. That one was okay, but mm-hmm. it wasn't the same. I have very fond memories of the first one on PS2. Like, I played that one. I kept renting it from Blockbuster over and over and over and over again. Um, two is trash. I know it was just announced for the Switch. Don't it's coming to the it. Switch. Don't even think about it. It's yeah. awful. Um, so, yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, gaming's hard to keep up with. I have a huge backlog myself, so don't feel yeah. bad. Um, and that's, that's pretty much what I stand. I mean, I will put YouTube videos as well with the TV and movies. I mean, yeah. just watching is. That's what I watch more than TV. I watch YouTube, like, constantly. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't caught up on TV that much. I mean, just a couple shows here and there on Netflix, but... Yeah, or Amazon. Sure. Nice. Um, so, uh, what I like to ask all my guests, Caesar, mm-hmm. and this is going to be kind of an easy one because I kind of can see where you got your inspiration for your Twitter handle. But we, I usually ask my guests, what is the inspiration behind them? And yours is Caesar O four C Z O R O four. I can imagine it's just a play in your name. The numbers I don't know, so that's something so, you to tell me about. It isn't a play on my name. Mm-hmm. Um, a weird one uh, after the fact I realized that it comes as well from Tsar which is yeah. uh, you know the, the Russian king uh, the, king emperor yeah. whatever which is a Russian translation of Caesar which is uh, ah, Julius Caesar right? Julius Caesar the, well they were called the Caesar Caesars oh, uh, in ancient Greece because they were that was the name that was the translation from the emperor gotcha so, uh, Caesar, also because Caesar is my uh, favorite Pokemon, so sounds ah, kind of similar. Uh, got it, that's cool. So I went for it, and then I realized, oh, it also uh, sounds like Tsar or Caesar, whatever. That's cool. And 04, the number 4 has many uh, related stuff to me, like uh, I'm, I'm the, the oldest of, of 4. Nice. Uh, my okay. family... My dad is September the 5th, I'm October the 4th, my mom is November the 3rd, and my brothers and sisters are December 2nd. Wow. So four months in a row and four oh. days in a row. That's incredible. What? That, like, that's incre- what yeah. are the odds of that? I know, it's crazy. <laughs> that's pretty uh, cool. Again, my birthday, October 4th, so there's mm-hmm. a fourth. Uh, my childhood home, the number was 202. So four, two two. Got it. and yeah. then I have a cousin that is my age, but I'm older for four days. Wow. Yeah, I can now understand what the four means. So, so the number four has that. a lot of meaning to me. That's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Uh, something that I was not expecting, really. I thought it would just be <laughs> like, I don't know. I created my Twitter account in 04 or something like that. No, that's awesome. I like that a lot. Um, now we're at the part of the show where you, Caesar, my guest, brings something that you think everybody else needs to either watch, listen to, read, or play. And I know you said you were having difficulty thinking of just one thing. Yes. Have you, have you, have you thought of that one thing? I thought of, I thought about it. Okay. It's a two-in-one. Uh, All right. It's a I'll allow it. One punch. I'll allow but it. But anyways... Uh, I had so many things in my mind. I was like, what I can tell people to read, watch, or play. Mm. Uh, what I can recommend is uh, a comic book from DC Comics. It's called, uh, well, 
there's two series right now. Uh, one already passed, and there's another one currently happening. It's not tied to uh, continuity, so you can go in That's a big and plus read for it. Me. Yeah, as long as you know who Batman is, who the Joker is. 100%. Uh, the first series, which just ended last year, is called uh, Batman the White Knight. Uh, okay. By uh, Sean Gordon Murphy. He's a really cool artist, and also he, he draws and writes this book. That's awesome. Uh, currently, the sequel to it is Curse of the White Knight. I think we're right now in issue number two. Mm-hmm. And his, uh, the last one was uh, eight issues, 12 issues. So this one is going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, the art is amazing. And again, this is uh, set up in a different... It's not tied to the main uh, continuity. In mm-hmm. fact, many uh, even DC is calling it the, the Murphyverse because Sean Gordon Murphy. Got it. Uh, the first one, pretty much the, the plot is uh, Joker somehow find a way to heal himself, kind of. And okay. his healed personality is Jack Napier. Okay. And he's like super smart. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to clean Gotham because I know there is like corruption behind the whole mm-hmm. having Batman around. And it's this whole confrontation between him, Batman, and uh, the GCPD, Gordon, uh, Batman allies, they're like, well, he's doing good. And Batman is like, no, he's the Joker. He, he has a prank. He has... And then you got Harley uh, in the background. Mm-hmm. She's Harley as well. She's like, no, he's healed. We're doing good. We're cleaning the streets and that kind of stuff. So wow, it's a whole... Okay. It's very interesting. That's awesome. And, and, and is yeah. it from... Joker slash Jack's point of view. Uh, no, you get you get both. You get you Batman get and Joker. Yeah, that sounds super cool. I like different takes on on well established characters. Yeah, no, no, this one is great. That's awesome. And and the continuation right now is Curse of the White Knight is pretty much a sequel. So it's, it's stuff that happened at the end of the previous one are moving into this one, and then this one is introducing uh, for those that know these uh, comic book character called. Aswell, uh, who in the 90s, for a while he was uh, Batman when uh, Bruce got his uh, spine broken by Bane. Mm -hmm. He became like a little violent. I I know him from, uh, is it City? Arkham City? Yeah, he was in Arkham City. Yeah. Yeah. So he became a very violent Batman and Bruce came back eventually and but he became a, a character into the Bat family, like one of the side ones that usually they call when stuff get bad. So this is his introduction into this uh, universe, reality, whatever you want to call it, and it's different from from the from the prior versions. That sounds awesome. And uh, since Comic-Con is coming up, I usually buy a couple of trades while I'm there, and that's the only time I buy comics is when I'm at Comic-Con. So I will definitely be looking out for the White Knight. I'm sure Curse of the White Knight's not in trade yet. No. Yeah. No, it's not. It's just issue number three and number two just came out. So Yeah, so I it, definitely... It won't be for a while. Yeah. But That's awesome. It, it, it is a really good book, and uh, his art is really amazing. It's like... Uh, it's hyperkinetic, like... And he draws really good cars. Like, his automobiles are really great. He in fact, uh, in fact, I think he had a Patreon that he was doing like a little comic book all about cars. Oh, nice. 
and he's friend with uh Zack Snyder, uh, not Zack, uh, Scott Snyder, mm. who was mm-hmm. uh, the writer on Batman. Yeah. And apparently they too like also cars. So uh, pretty much when you see them, at least for a whole year, the whole Twitter conversation was about. Oh, I like the car that you draw. <laughs> yeah, it's this, this, and this. It's like, oh, nice. I, I had a whatever. I don't know anything about cars. So it's like, yeah, I don't either. This, 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 and that. Oh, that's a, and they, they will go into a, a whole tangent about cars. They had a car bromance going. Yeah, a car bromance. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, something, a question that just popped in my head. When while you're reading, uh, comics and you're looking at the illustrations, mm-hmm. do you like really look at the details of the illustrations and try to take whatever trips, uh, tips and tricks from that into your own drawings? I try to do. Yeah. Um, also, a good thing is about following them on Instagram or Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, some artists will even have uh, some videos showing how they do drawing stuff. So I, I try to learn from there. Nice. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great recommendation. I'm definitely going to be checking that one out. Um, since this is uh, Best Friends Talk Funny, where we are both kind of funny best friends, so here comes the big old question, Caesar. And uh, I should have known before I started the show that everyone's answer will be one of maybe two or three things. Mm-hmm. So I've heard it a million times. So I'm, I'm going to guess it's the same way as, as most other people that have been on. But what got you into kind of funny? Well, how did you come across uh, Greg, uh, Colin, Nick, and Tim and... And uh, Kevin behind the camera before he was known to the world. Okay. I'm going to be very original. Yeah. And it was Beyond. Oh, wait. Ah, there it is. Wait yeah. a minute. Oh, yeah, Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know how. I was listening to podcasts back then. I started to listen to podcasts. First, it was just comic book related podcasts. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know anything else. Uh, again, podcasting was kind of new for me. Mm-hmm. So I was just listening to that. And then all of a sudden, uh, I think I saw an article on IGN also related to comic books. And some, I think there was a blog for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because Greg was talking about comic books or something like uh, that. Okay. So I ended up listening to Beyond. And I just... Started to listen, right? Yeah. yeah, and then I saw the Queen of the show. I said, Okay, I'm gonna listen to this. Oh, and at least back then, I was more into video games like than I am right now. I mean, I'm still into video games, but it wasn't as, as much as back then. So, sure. I will listen, I will listen to that one, uh, and religiously, yeah. And then, uh, I keep follow, following them on when they went into uh, their own stuff and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So as a uh, as a Beyond fan, first and foremost, like that's where you, you heard of them. Uh, question I haven't asked anyone else, and, and again, it's because it just pops in. Mm-hmm. Um, how hard did that last episode of Beyond with them in it hit you? Because I know it hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh, I mean, I don't get that emotional when it yeah. comes to shows or at sure. least uh, podcast related stuff. Uh, so I wouldn't say it hit it hit like many people I've been seeing, like they were crying and everything. Yeah, it was sad, mm-hmm. but I knew I was following them into something else. So I Absolutely. was like, I'm still gonna listen to them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like uh, I never listening to them or mm-hmm. Greg is dying right now. And, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I'm, I'm and again, baby. 
Yeah, no, and again, uh, I was still listening to Beyond even when uh, Brian. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I was continuing. I was like, oh, okay, there's more cool people to listen. Uh, because of that, I listen to the uh, Comedy Button now. Yeah, uh, great show. Of, yeah. yeah. Matt's and Brian, they're, uh, they're so freaking funny. So I was like, <laughs> okay, now, I'm gonna um, listen. now they have this. I'm going to listen to this. So, uh, so it didn't quite hit me like that because I knew I, will, I was going to yeah. still follow them. Absolutely. Um, so since you've been with them for since the beginning, um, what is your favorite piece of content that Kind of Funny does? The in-review shows. In-review? Yeah. What's your favorite in-review series? Is it mm-hmm. MCU? It's either that on the cu- or the current Harry Potter. Mm. And this is funny because I'm a lapsed Harry Potter fan. Okay. Like, I didn't start it like everyone else. I, I was very late on the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm, listen, I'm listening now and I'm learning also stuff that I didn't know. Because, again, uh, all all that I knew was the movies. Yeah. And obviously uh, Greg doing McGonagall is like <laughs> hilarious. See, I haven't seen it. I mean, I saw him do McGonagall back like on the morning show. Um, I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch oh, the, the movies and, and catch up on Ian Review. Uh, it's the one that I've wanted them to do forever, and I'm happy they're doing it. I just I, I, next week I'm off because my dad's having surgery, so uh-huh. I think that's when I'll I will bust through it all. Um, but yeah, I'm excited that you're enjoying it as a last. I mean, I, I was watching today. I was watching today, and I was drinking something, and then Nick make a, a joke, and I just almost <laughs> spill my whole drink. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Uh, yeah, I love in review. In review is great. Um, the MCU watch along stuff was. I was very invested in that. Like I would come home from a late showing, like a midnight showing, and then I would like go watch it if it was up. Like I would stay up. Oh yeah, I done a couple of those. Yeah, uh, they're they're incredible. Um, next question is, and it kind of leads into a question from Steven. Mm-hmm. Um, why are you a uh, KB, uh, KFBF? Why am? Yeah. Huh. What, what does kind of NYC mean to you? Interesting. Yeah. Um, let's see. So one thing about me will be uh, that I can say without any shame is like, I'm not quite a people's person or... Mm-hmm. I'm very uh, shy or reserved when it comes to socializing. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I was able to stay with you guys for all this time is like kind of kind of great. I mean, I, I remember. I don't know if it was last year or the year before. Before we we did because we did karaoke for your birthday last mm-hmm. year. Yes. Uh, but the year before, well, you, you were coming out to like some of the community stuff. And you're like, I'm very proud of myself that I'm out here right now. Like, I should, I want to go home, but I'm with you guys, and that's awesome. So yeah, it's, it has become a, a great part of my life. I mean, like I said, I, I I don't have much of a social life, so coming to this kind of stuff is is always great. Yeah. Um, and chatting with you guys on, on over uh, absolutely Facebook and all the stuff is great. Uh, he also put in here. He put serious question, and then he goes also. Why does Greg fucking suck, dude? Hashtag KFAF for streamies. For streamies. I don't know. He doesn't look like Captain America. No, wait. He knows. He he now likes Captain. America. Yeah, he now likes Cap. Now. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's that's fantastic. Um. Uh. Next up, 
we're going to go into uh, the GOG topic. Um, every episode, our guests come on with an old GOG topic or kind of funny podcast now um, for us to discuss amongst ourselves. And you have an interesting one because I can't remember it. Um, so please set the stage. What are we talking about? Well, this is an oldie one from the Game Over Gregory Show, episode 124, uh, Culture Shock. Mm. And I thought this one will be great. I mean, my for my experience. Yeah. Uh, in fact, in this episode, the person talking about it was uh, one Rahul Kohli. Shout out to Rahul. That funhouse bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love the guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, again, this is a, a topic that is actually relates to me. Uh, like I said in the beginning of the, of the show, uh, the show, yeah. Uh, just moving here, it was a whole different beast. Uh, mm-hmm. Aside from the sc- a school, um, there are so many times that I can't relate to any of you guys. Not, not because... I mean, because of the fact that I grew up in a different country, in a different culture, uh, things are different. So I'm like, well, I don't know about this. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how to integrate into the conversation because I didn't experience what you guys are experiencing. Gotcha. So that that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, one big example, one big example that I noticed, especially with Disney Plus bringing all their uh, uh, their sh- their old shows coming back. Uh, like I didn't grow up with any other Disney, uh, the Disney animated movies, oh, no oh. channel, channel stuff. Gotcha. Disney, okay. Disney Channel stuff, uh, Nickelodeon. That's that wasn't some uh, something I didn't grow up with. So mm-hmm. when some uh, people bring up um, Amanda Bynes show or whatever yeah. it was, uh, Amanda Bynes, yeah, yeah, and uh, all that and all that stuff. All that, yeah. That, that's um, Boy Meets World. That I know, I never saw that. Mm-hmm. For example, that's something that it threw over my head because it wasn't something that I grew up. Uh, in fact, I grew up watching anime. To be yeah. <laughs> to be honest, uh, and I think I saw uh, Dragon Ball before <laughs> many people in here. Like in Peru, uh, we got Dragon Ball back in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. So by the time Dragon Ball C and all the stuff was showing over here, I was like, "Oh, I saw this already. I saw yeah. the whole thing." So obviously it's not the same. Uh, Have you yeah. ever gone to like watch all these stuff that you hear people talk about, like in pop culture, like the Disney Channel movies some, and Summer stuff? Meets World? Yeah. I was able to watch some stuff. Um, and when you watch it, do you like? Eh, it's not all that's cracked up to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, at least now, now that I'm older and all the stuff, I'm like, okay, I can see the appeal. When maybe if I was younger. Yeah, but it's not. It's just another show for me. It's not like sure. some people have like a sentimental value to it, and and I understand I have sentimental value to all the stuff that maybe they have no idea. Uh, a good example is uh, this year Netflix uh, with Toy. I think it was Toy. Yeah, uh, they released a new show, uh, a show based on an old anime called uh, Knights of the Zodiac. Okay, and it was in 3D and. Pretty much no one knew what it was except me. And if I, and if you go into Twitter and like and look for it, you're gonna you're gonna see that mostly all the people that are, that were excited or or yeah. judgmental about it because one character is switching to from guy 
from from a guy to a woman. So mm -hmm. you have those that are like, oh no, they're changing. Yeah. But every single person that was either excited or judgmental about it grew up in Latin America, because wow. that was that was something that, and even today, I think Brazil has a big uh, uh, Night of the Zodiac or Sensei, as it, as it's called over there and in Japan, uh, popular um, fan base. Mm -hmm. Like I think they even have conventions over there just just for wow. that. It's and that they, big. It is big, and they bring the the Japanese and the Latin American actor voice actors. So, wow, that's awesome. So that's something that's a, a big difference. So over yeah. over here, I'm freaking out over there, and, like, and then no one no one is like, oh, I know what he said. Has that come out yet on Netflix? Uh, I did. Uh, and how'd you like it? I quite like I I quite like the changes. Uh, mm -hmm. The updates as well. I don't know on the animation because this is a 3D and I, and I like the the show that I saw it was 2D animation. So, yeah. but otherwise I, I actually like it and I can't wait for season two That's if awesome. there is one because I haven't seen any news about it. But that kind of stuff, uh, other stuff as well. Uh, so as, as somebody who has come from another country and and. And like you said, shocked by some things. I have never left the country before. And, and I, I'm the same age as you. I'm 32. Uh, my first flight, I've said this before, was to San Francisco for, for Kind of Funny Life 3. That was the first time I flew ever in my entire life. Um, so if I were to go to another country, what are some tips for me as somebody who has made that, that trip before um, to help lessen the, the shock, I guess? Well, I can only speak for... For Peru, since yeah. it's the only country that I know, aside from this one. Uh, don't be afraid to try Spanish. Uh, people are actually glad that uh, the Americans are trying mm -hmm. to learn to speak the or their language. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna, if you have any issues, you're gonna find a lot of people that even uh, they know English, even if it's broken as hell. Mm -hmm. They're gonna be able able to help you. Nice. Obviously, like every other place, there are their touristic areas and there's the shady areas. But mm -hmm. even in the areas that are kind of in the middle, you're gonna find great stuff. And obviously, the food is like yeah. Mm. And, and don't don't be, be don't be afraid to try to try yeah try things. That was gonna be my question. Like if if I were to ever travel to Peru. Uh, what would be the go-to dish that I need to try? That's a tricky question because... Because I'm a super picky eater. Oh, yeah. So. Well, that's a tricky question because it depends where you're going. Ah, okay. Because uh, Peru has uh, the the coast region where, where when I'm, I'm from. Mm -hmm. So our food over there is very... Uh, there's a lot of seafood-related stuff. Uh, very... Um, Ground, uh, your basic chicken and uh, beef dishes, and even then it depends if you're going uh, north or south. It, it can uh, vary. Uh, then we have the Andes or the mountain regions, which obviously has the Andes and Machu Picchu and Cusco and all the stuff. Mm -hmm. Over there is more uh, potatoes, that kind of stuff. I mean, uh, in fact, I was over the weekend when I was uh, at my friend's house in Long Island. We were watching videos, so, uh, travel videos, and they were talking about food and all that stuff. And uh, a fact that 
we have 4,000 types of potatoes alone in Peru. 4,000 types? 4,000 types. Whoa. Yeah, so I was telling my friend, yeah, it depends where you're going. Because not everywhere, not everywhere is the same potatoes. So, and also in 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 the mountain regions, you're also gonna encounter a, a alpaca llama meat. Okay. Uh, there is. Have you, a, ever, have you had that? I had it. It's yeah. more. It's similar to lamb. Okay. More or less. Uh, also, there is a. We have a dish that is a hamster, pretty much wild hamster. Okay. Uh, call it cooey. Uh, it's another thing that I eat, they eat a lot over there. I try it as well. It, sometimes it comes into the coast. Mostly we we have it during a, a festival or something like that. And then if you're going into the jungle, you're gonna you're gonna try the weird stuff. <laughs> Bugs. Oh uh, no. Weird as fish. Uh, is food that is made. Of, mixed with meat and the, all that kind of stuff so it depends where you're going um for um recommendations for me uh ceviche is our biggest or national dish pretty much uh is almost like uh sushi okay but uh the fish is cooked with a uh, lemon mm. So okay. it's a big dish with fish, uh, onions. We add sometimes some other stuff, and uh, it's cooked in the lemon juice, which is really good. Nice. Um, I just I completely forgot to make this uh, connection before. Uh, but what's it like knowing that Kevin is also Peruvian? Uh, it was great. When I heard it <laughs> the first time, it was great. Yeah. In fact, we talked about it the last two times, or the last time that he was here. So, oh, the, the during the uh, when they were out for SummerSlam, right? Yeah, yeah. And he follows me on Instagram, so when I that's awesome. When I put pictures of uh, Peruvian food, he's like, "Oh, that's great! I love it." <laughs> that's awesome. He comments, yeah, yeah. Um, what are there uh, in Peru and from here? Like, uh, like are the how I'm trying to phrase this question? Uh. Like the like the sweets and candies and sodas and stuff. Do they have different names in Peru, or they like is like a Hershey bar, Hershey bar, M and M's, M and M's. Pretty much it's the same, but same? Uh, we have our own candies as well. Oh, okay. I I guess that's where my mind was. Like, God, that was a stupid question, Kyle. Yeah, uh, no, no, we, yeah, we yeah. have our uh, we have our own brand stuff. Sure. Some are unique. Uh, for in fact, I have a couple of stuff over here. A friend. Oh, nice. A co-worker went to Peru, she's Peruvian, mm-hmm. and brought me some candy. Oh. So, I have this, uh, uh, this one is like a waffle uh, covered in chocolate. Whoa, that sounds delicious. Uh, this one is like, it's called Doña Pepa. Uh-huh. Uh, this one is like, uh, like a biscuit. Half of it is covered in chocolate, and it has those little uh, round sweet uh, sweets. Okay. Uh, that sounds delicious. Yeah. Uh, then I know uh, a bar of chocolate that I know by name over there that has uh, nuts inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, is I cannot find it over here unless I go to specialized place. Mm-hmm. So we we have our own stuff as well, but if I want M&M's, I can find M&M's over yeah, yeah. there. And yeah. obviously, when it comes to sodas, uh, Inca Cola is the 
is our biggest or national uh, so that is a yellow one uh, watching and hearing people that are not Peruvian drinking it for the first time they say it's like a bubblegum flavor oh interesting that never that never crossed my mind but again I've been raised drinking that so maybe it's already sure part of me so I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't make the connection because it's something that I always drink okay uh, and then there's a, a juice that is made of a purple corn. Oh, it's really sweet. It's called chicha, and that's another thing that uh, they sell as well in bottles or whatever they can find. So, nice. but again, I can find Coke, or Sprite, Fanta. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, so let me try to distance myself from the most American-ass question that I've ever asked on the show before. <laughs> God, I sound like an American dumbass. Uh, what are M&M's called over there? God, Kyle. Um, and my names. Yeah. Uh, now I lost. Oh, how long did the the shock last when you moved over here? Thankfully, it wasn't that long. I I was able to uh, adapt very easily, very quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, some stuff is still going to uh, still going. Yeah. But it's mostly sure. when it. Because there are things that I never thought about it, or they just come up once in a while, so I mean, I don't dwell on them mm-hmm. until until they happen. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like it's not All something right. that is crossing my mind, but when it comes up, I'm like, oh yeah, I never did this, or I never right. grew up doing that. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Oh, awesome! Uh, thanks for uh, for sharing that, Caesar. Caesar, that was great. Thank you. Um, now we've only got a couple more things, and then we your first podcast will be over. Oh, uh, but, but before that, uh, every single episode, I ask for questions from the best friends out there. And we have a bunch of questions from our little kind of NYC family. Um, the first one we mentioned before, Steven, at Batchild over on Twitter. Uh, I don't know where he's going with this one. But uh, when the CIA needs you to drop everything and go to California, <laughs> are you certain you are going to have to kill people? This is... For a while there, Caesar, we didn't has, know that you worked in logistics for like a kids thing, so we thought you were like a trained assassin. Yeah, it has become a small inner joke. Yeah. And I might have to kill you now because oh, of that geez. information now. Watch out, Steven. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, another super interesting interesting thing about you, which we will get an answer now, comes from mm-hmm. Mike Toundro at uh, Mix Toundro on Twitter. What about spoiling movies for yourself gets you all razzle-dazzled in the coin purse? <laughs> now, if you're listening to this, Best Friends, and you don't know Caesar, Caesar actively reads spoilers for like everything. MCU movies, everything, everything, before he goes and sees it. Comic which, books, Which boggles shows. my mind. How? Why Why do you do that? It's, that's something I've been thinking a lot, and I think I know why. Uh, okay. I like to know what... Uh, I like to know stuff. When I'm, if I know something is happening ahead of time, I'm like watching how it, it comes to that point. Watching and the what, journey to get there. Watching the journey, yeah. So for me, it's not the the destination; it's the journey. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's how I I put it uh, quite uh, easily. So if I know X person is gonna die at the end of the movie, I start watching and seeing how this is flowing into to that point throughout the movie. What was the uh, the most shocking spoiler that you have ever read before going to see or read uh, uh, whatever it was? It has to be one of the Avengers. Yeah? 
Endgame or, or Endgame probably I'm... or Infinity War. One of the two. Uh-huh. Like knowing, I mean, it shouldn't be a spoiler by now, but knowing how many people die in Infinity War. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I was expecting that person. I wasn't expecting that person. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. now I wanna now I wanna see how that happens. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. I guess I guess that's uh. I, I like your answer of the, watching the journey to get to whatever that that spoiler might be. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah. I mean, eventually you're gonna see the movie more than once sure. if I like if I like it. So I can I can start spoiling other stuff. Ha, have you ever? Have you ever read a spoiler and just like gotten furious over it, like how stupid it was? Uh, Terminator Genesis. <laughs> Or genocide, or whatever they, they want to pronounce Genesis. it. Genesis. Genesis. Uh, <laughs> I have not what? seen that movie, so I have no idea. But I do not care. Uh, I I can only I only know how bad of that movie is from friends who have seen it. All I can say is related to John Connor, and it's the most stupid thing ever. <laughs> Are you gonna see the new one? Uh, I want to see it. Okay. I'm gonna see it. That's awesome. Um, next question comes from Jordan at 32 bit player on Twitter. You get to be Mr. Comic book. What's your dream book, character, writer, artist? Ooh, difficult. Uh, my dream book, it has to be uh, Spider-Man related or Green Lantern related because those are my two favorite characters from each company. Uh, what will be about? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I normally like when I read my books is, uh, alternate universes stories or interdimension okay. that's why into the spider-verse is my one of my favorite movies because you have so all different ta- uh, versions of uh, spider-man mm-hmm. um a couple years ago uh dc comics rela- released uh multiversity which was a book that was uh showcasing all the 52 universes that compiled the uh, the new fifth or back then the new 52 mm-hmm. uh dc universe well and also you had a story going through all of them but uh mainly each issue was focusing on one universe so seeing the different versions of uh known characters like one of the universes was like a grown-up version of the john justice oh, so nice. pretty okay. much so the old guard is old by now like batman is in his 60s or whatever mm-hmm. and then Damien and John, uh, the kids of Batman and Superman, they're like adults and they're the heroes in the current right now. But because it's set on right now, they're also involved in social media and they're mm. like reality TV stars or whatever. Then That's there was, cool. then you have another one that is um, uh, uh, Superman ended up in uh, Nazi Germany, so all, the war is overrun by uh, Nazis and. You have this small band of superheroes that are made up of minorities fighting, uh, a resistance pretty much fighting mm-hmm. uh, the now overpowerful, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, Nazi regime. And you have Un- Uncle Sam, which is the, the embodiment of uh, of America, but he's he's not as powerful anymore because obviously everything now is Nazi related. Oh, wow. Okay. You have uh, one hero that is uh, Black Condor, which is. Uh, Native American, he's one of the last last ones, uh, sur- survivors uh, of his people, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Uh, there's a, cool. a Jewish superhero, a gay superhero, so they're mm-hmm. all fighting. And then uh, there's another another issue was set up in this war, which uh, there's uh, 
anthropomorphic animals that are superheroes. Nice. And their Superman is called Captain Carrot. Is a, Captain Carrot? It's a big bunny. Yeah. <laughs> and everything is animated. And then uh, oh, when, they, cool. when all the stories combine, so you have a couple characters from each story combining to fight the, the big bad. Yeah. You have Captain Carrot in the background, sometimes doing uh, cartoony kind of stuff. Uh, at one point, he's fighting the big guy and brings a mallet. So, oh, that's incredible! I like that. Kind of so, I like that kind of story. So, anything that has a multiple version of different characters or showing us uh, another universe, that kind of stuff, it will be great for me. As for who will be writing it and drawing, uh, yeah. I have so many writers that I like. Uh, Chip Zdarsky is a uh, uh, he's actually an artist and a writer. He uh, He's hilarious, but he also has done many great things. Uh, the latest thing that he uh, wrote was a Spider-Man life story, which pretty much went to what if a Spider-Man uh, was born. Well, the story was uh, in in real time. So starting in the 60s when Spider-Man was created mm-hmm. all the way to 2018. Oh, and okay. showing like... Uh, uh, Civil War happened in 2005, 2006. So the issue that deal with the 2000s uh, Civil War was in there. All oh, the stuff, cool. like all the stuff from Spider-Man stories uh, that were set up in the time that were that were supposed that they came out, and they will like have a Peter Parker that is like 40 years old by then, that kind of stuff. That's awesome. So he's a cool writer. I, I will read something from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Jones is. Uh, yeah. He's, he's Jeff Jones. He's great. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, he he brought the whole uh, lanterns, uh, different color lanterns in Green Lantern that I love, uh, the, the Red Lanterns. Uh, he created this whole mythology of uh, the emotional spectrum and everything, so that's something I love. I will have him. And artists, uh, again, I have a whole list of artists. Uh, Chris Anka, who has been, in, he's a best friend. Uh, I love oh, yeah, for sure. I love his art, uh, uh, Bath Stars as well, who, who also is uh, has a relationship with Kind of Funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Capullo, who has uh, wrote, uh, drawn Batman for the whole New 52 run with uh, Scott Snyder. And also they're doing right now a big three-issue series. Uh, each, each issue is like 80 pages, so it's not like a small comic, but... Uh, they're the their last uh, Batman story together, so uh, his art is really amazing. And he's go and he started doing Spawn apparently, and he's going back into it. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Um, would you ever consider, since you just said your two favorite heroes are Spider-Man and Green Lantern, and you were in charge of this book, would you ever face them off against each other in this book? It would be interesting. Yeah. I mean. DC and Marvel has faced each other prior, so mm-hmm. why not? Yeah, that'd be that'd be kind of cool. And in fact, uh, Green Lantern in the last couple of years has crossed over with uh, other uh, franchises. Uh, DC Comics usually has a partnership with uh, IDW, who is uh, one of the smaller companies that they tend to have a comic book space in uh, on. Already known IPs like Doctor uh, Who. And Walking Doctor Dead Who. is IDW, wasn't it? No, that's Image. 
Image, okay. I get yeah. them confused sometimes. Yeah, that's that's fine. I did that with they do uh Transformers, Ghostbusters. Mm. Okay. Uh, so they had, I think they had three of, three or two series with DC in which the lanterns had crossover with some with other franchises. Uh, the one that I can't remember right now, at the top of my head, is Planet of the Apes and oh, Green nice. Lantern, which That's was a, cool. it was really crazy, but it was really cool. Was, I mean, uh, they had they had He-Man crossover with the Justice League characters, uh, Power Rangers. Does uh, uh, does Caesar the Ape from Planet of the Apes get a, a Green Lantern ring and become a lantern in that story? I hope so. Was it Caesar? Or it was his father. I can't oh, remember. So one of them was, did get a ring. Uh, yeah, one one of them. That's awesome. And there were a couple more that got the yellow and red rings. Because oh, the that's, that sounds really cool. I like those crossovers like that. Yeah, even the TMT and Batman is from yes. them as well. Oh, that's that's really cool. Um, awesome. Uh, our next uh, question, uh, two questions, both come from Catherine at Hide Indoors on Twitter. Uh, uh, why why do you like Disney so much? You pretend to have a job there just so you can go to the park all the time. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. So what is it about Disney that you love it so much? Uh, again, growing up, it was the, the biggest animation-related thing ever. Yeah, for sure. Uh, again, like I said at the beginning of the show, uh, I even though I never had a expectancy of ever working for them, like, if I could get a genie and give me one of the wishes, it would be like working in animation for for them. Yeah, that'd so be that cool. was yeah, and also it also related to the fact that uh, many of uh, uh, manga and anime, the style originally started by uh, copying Disney. Okay. I mean, at least the style, yeah, the yeah. big eyes, and mm-hmm. that's how it started. So. Me liking anime and manga also, and then learning the fact, it was like, oh, okay, so increase my liking. What's your favorite part of the Disney parks experience? Is it the rides? Is it the food? Is it just being there? I think it's experience. It's the yeah. whole atmosphere, how they have the each section is themed to something. Mm-hmm. And this is from someone that has gone, let's see. Only well, only five times with me. Yeah. Some some people have never gone, but mm-hmm. to, uh, I gone like four times this year alone, and once a couple years ago, and before that, I never I I never imagined I would go over there. So yeah, have you been there during like the holiday theme times? Uh, once. Uh, when we went, uh, me with my family, we went to Florida to visit some friends, uh, from my parents. Mm-hmm. That they were in Peru as well, and they moved over here. Uh, they live like two hours away from Orlando, so we were like, okay, we just go one day and a half to uh, to this thing. And we were there during the holidays. So I uh, think we arrived... The, the winter holiday one? Winter, yeah. I think oh, nice. we arrived two days before Christmas. Oh, sweet. Okay. We were over there, so it was all decking yeah. Christmas decorations. I did and... uh, Disneyland in the uh the christmas season um and one of my favorite moments of that i've only been there once and that was back when i was at psx um (laughs) was going on uh the haunted mansion and it was uh nightmare before christmas themed apparently so cool 
Yeah, apparently they started that with uh during the uh Halloween time. So yeah. I should be able to see that next week. That's awesome. Because yeah. they are, they already started with the whole Halloween uh decorations and everything. Oh wow, already? Yeah, both parts. Oh. So I should be able to see that and experience that haunted mansion. I we couldn't make that uh we couldn't go into that many rides because of uh 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 Maybe not many listeners know, but uh, I have two brothers. They're mm-hmm. twins. They're autistic. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, going to rise and that kind of stuff is not easy um, when they are with us. Yeah. And that was, an, uh, that was another thing about the, the park that every everyone over there was, uh, at least when the time that we all of us went, that they received the, the greatest uh, service. Like That's awesome. They were great to them. Even the the characters that were uh, in costumes, everything they 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 knew they knew that they were like you know uh, autistic, and so they they were like took more really great care of them. Approachable, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. There was a point that during the parade they offered us seats for them. That's that's really nice. So it, yeah, it yeah. was great. That's awesome. Um, our uh, last question from Catherine is: Where do you see yourself in five to ten years? Oh boy! It's a <laughs> I know really that's a deep, tough question. It's a really deep question. Yeah. Let me think about it. Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I'm currently trying to work on myself because uh, when it comes to my own self-esteem and all the stuff, it's not that great. I feel you. I, I in the last two or three months have uh, started to see uh, help, like professional help. That's good. So, I don't honestly know, but I know I need to work on myself. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, again, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Most likely, well, most likely, I'm still going to be at the job that I am. Uh, mm-hmm. I know I mentioned this before, but there were talks that maybe they wanted me to send me to California. Okay. Or uh, to actually move over there. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's nothing... Nothing set to stone. The, the okay. conversation hasn't picked up again, so I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. it will happen or not. But there's a chance that I might be over there in the next five years or so. Okay. Uh, but that far in advance, I honestly don't know. Well, uh, Caesar, I love you. We love you. I, I'm, I love you guys too. Yeah. Uh, don't feel ashamed for 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 going to seek help. Like that's awesome. That's awesome that you recognize that and you're doing it because. You're an awesome person, and any person that helps you see that more is fine by me. Um, so before we end this episode, you are obviously familiar with Josh Makuga. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. Have you seen his show on YouTube, The Makuga Show? I've seen a couple episodes. Okay, so uh, I've straight up just ripped this off from Josh Makuga and the Josh Makuga Show. Uh, I'm gonna put. Oh, I, my phone is dead over there. So I'm gonna put three minutes in my head, right? I'm okay. just going to ask you random questions. The first thing that pops in your head is what you say and answer. Okay? Got it. Are you ready? Yep. And for those of you that are listening that want to do this at home, I literally looked icebreaker questions, and this is on elfster.com, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I did not realize I had all these. All right, here we go. Favorite day of the week? Sunday. Uh, favorite city in the U.S. besides the one you live in? LA. Uh, scale of 1 to 10, how good of a driver are you? Zero. I don't know how to drive. Oh, interesting. Uh, 
I guess in New York, like you didn't. Yeah, really I don't need. need I don't need it. Yeah. Uh, fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is. Okay. Invisibility or super strength? Invisibility. My favorite question: Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? Yes. <laughs> uh, Ariel or Jasmine? Ariel. Uh, do you snore? I don't think so. Uh, favorite junk food? Uh, chocolate. Uh, favorite childhood TV show? Dragon Ball. Uh, cake or pie? Pie. Uh, favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate chip. Do you believe in fate? No. Um, have you ever worn socks with sandals? Yes. What's the best age? Five. <laughs> if Voldemort offered you a hug, would you accept? Are we in the cemetery? <laughs> uh, maybe. Who knows? Uh, would you want to live forever? No. Uh, are reindeers real creatures? Yes. Um, I'm going to mo- uh, modify this question. What's the fastest speed you've ever been in a car for? 80 miles? Okay. I, uh, I know this answer. Godfather of Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, are women complicated? Nah. Yeah. Guys are. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what's your favorite car? Bread, pasta, rice, or potatoes? Rice and potatoes. Uh, last question. Stale Sour Patch Kids or Fresh Circus Peanuts? Stale Sour Patch Kids. Nice. Nice job. Uh, Caesar. you... Thank you. Uh, what's the word? Outlasted the Makuga Zone. Um, <laughs> Caesar. this was absolutely fantastic to sit down with you for an hour and a half almost and just talk. I mean, we see each other all the time, but this was good. I, I, I got to know you a bit better, and I hope... The best friends out there got to know you a bit better, and uh, this was a blast. Thank you so much. No, it was really fun. And, well, again, it's the first time I'm doing this, so yeah. I had no idea what I was going to do. <laughs> yeah, and you for your first podcast, you did outstanding. Um, if people were wanted to follow you on the interwebs, where could they find you? So Twitter is – let me just double-check because sometimes I had the 04 and sometimes I had the 4. Ah. And then I get confused which one is which. <laughs> Let me just double check. I believe your Twitter is 04. I think it's 04, yeah. yeah. So my Twitter is, yeah, Caesar, C as in cat, C as in Sigma, OR04, Twitter. Mm-hmm. And Instagram, I have two. I have my own personal, which mostly you're going to see food or dogs. They are not mine, but. I will get it eventually. Uh, is Caesar four, and then my art Instagram is Caesar Draws. Awesome. Yep. Uh, so please go follow Caesar there and check out his his artwork. It's incredible. Uh, you can follow this show at BFS Talk Funny on Twitter, 
and wherever you listen to podcast services. So do the podcast thing, rate it five stars, leave a review. And if you're listening to this and want to be on the show, feel free to send me a message. Um, it's been a couple months since I've been recording, so I'm trying to get back in the swing of things, and I need some awesome guests to come on so the Kind of Funny community gets to know you a bit better. Uh, if you like PlayStation, I do a PlayStation podcast called The Trophy Room with uh, best friend Joe Moran, a.k.a. AKA Mr. Badbit. Uh, it's at PS Trophy Room on Twitter, and you can watch the video version at Badbit Games on YouTube. And I'm pretty sure the trophy room is everywhere as well. And then, of course, the Kind NYC family at Kind NYC. We put on community meetups in the New York City area. New York Comic Con stuff's coming up soon, which yep. is going to be super fun. We'll celebrate Caesar's birthday. We'll go sing karaoke. I think we're seeing the Joker. Uh, we're going to like the the National the Pizza, Pizza Festival. Show. Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited. Um, you can go to kindnyc.com now to get all that information and follow us on Twitter at kindnyc. And then the last thing I'll plug is uh, Dollar Slice Podcast, which is our uh, Kind of NYC podcast where we just nerd out, nerd out about the things that we love um, at Dollar Slice Pod on Twitter and wherever you listen to podcasts. Whew, I do too many things, Caesar. <laughs> I do too many things. You also uh, have t-shirts. Yeah. Oh, my God. I totally forgot. You know what? Yeah. I'll say that in the intro to the episode. Okay. Um, yeah. I have merch now. You can go uh, teespring.com slash bestfriendstalkfunny and buy a shirt with my beard on it, my colorful beard. Um, all the money I'm getting from that is going to buy myself a new computer because this thing is sounding like a jet engine. And it's on its last legs. Uh, so if you want to, go ahead and get one of those. <sighs> and as always, remember, be kinda to one another. Bye. Adios.